T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mid-America's most trusted source for news. KMOX. At 5.03, it's a cloudy sky, 35 degrees downtown at the Arch. Today is Friday, January 20th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top story this hour, three men working on a second-story scaffolding outside an old Clayton apartment got a terrible scare when a brick wall and part of the roof collapsed on them. Roofer Mike Grossman arrived on the scene on Hanley Road, south of downtown Clayton, just after it happened. He says it's a worker's worst nightmare. Oh, terrifying, because, I mean, that amount of weight coming crushing down on you, I mean, you, you don't know what's coming, you don't know how much is coming. And that, that block and that concrete and that roof line itself weigh a lot. Of, they weigh a lot. One worker was rushed to the hospital bleeding from the head. Two others had lesser injuries. All three are expected to survive. Police make an arrest after a robber made off with cash today from the GameStop on South Kings Highway. There was also an attempted armed robbery at the Taco Bell on South Grand. Hot 104's Andrew Caldwell with an eyewitness. Yeah, so I heard the Taco they, Bell got robbed. Yeah, they tried to come rob us at KFC. And they couldn't get nothing because we had six workers and they uh, grabbed one of our bags from KFC, went over to Taco Bell next door to put a gun in there and robbed Taco Bell. The arrest of the GameStop suspect happened not far away at the shopping center at Gravoy and Justine. St. Louis, like many other police departments around the country, uses artificial intelligence to pinpoint gunfire. But do human ears gum up the process? The company ShotSpotter touts its precision policing system, an AI algorithm and network of microphones that evaluate whether sounds are gunfire. But according to a document obtained by the Associated Press, it seems human employees can quickly overrule and reverse the determinations and are given broad discretion to decide if a sound is a gunshot, fireworks, car backfiring, or something else. That happens about 10% of the time, and experts say humans can bring subjectivity into the mix. That confidential document was released in a Chicago court case using ShotSpotter data after the company argued for more than a year the information was trade secret. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. Reaction to a judge's ruling that says the city of St. Louis had no legal authority to collect the 1% earnings tax from some people who had worked from home during the pandemic. Attorney Beavis Shock says the plaintiffs won their case against an unlawful tax. What do citizens think about a government that's trying to grab its money, which it's not entitled to? That drives people out. For now, the ruling only applies to the six people who filed the suit, but going forward, it could affect the city's policy on earnings tax collection for people who live outside the city and work from home. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. The Collector of Revenue released a statement that says it's reviewing the court ruling. Quote, we believe our position is sound and we are reviewing our options. 
KMOX is covering breaking news. This just in, a circuit judge in Effingham, Illinois, issued a temporary restraining order against the Illinois assault weapons sales ban today. Judge Joshua Morrison's ruling blocks the new law but does not determine if it's constitutional. Bond County Attorney Tom DeVore sued on behalf of 866 gun owners and sellers who claim their Second Amendment rights are being violated. Illinois Senate President Tom Harmon says the restraining order will be appealed. A South County elementary school is the latest target of all things new. The Archdiocese Diocese of St. Louis announces the closing of St. Mark's School in South County in May. The kindergarten through 8th grade campus has been open for 20 years but has seen declining enrollment. The Archdiocese says faculty and staff will be offered placement assistance and parents will be offered enrollment at other Catholic elementaries. The closure is part of the All Things New initiative to downsize facilities for a shifting and dwindling local Catholic population. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. A man was killed and three people were hurt in an accident on South Broadway at Riverside City Casino Boulevard in the noon hour today. The driver of a Camaro was killed while two women and a man in a Hyundai were hurt, but not seriously. A fourth person in the Hyundai ran from the scene, according to police. The KMOX business desk temperatures will be in the low 40s, but it will be icy on the Del Mar Loop tomorrow as the Loop Ice Carnival returns after three years off. Three Kings pub owner Derek Deaver says the ice sculptor will be making a special creation. You're the first one to know this. The ice uh, sculptor guy, the demonstration is going to be of like a Elsa, like a six foot. He's using five blocks of ice to make it. It's going to take him two hours. First to hear that on KMOX. It's in the Fitz's parking lot from 1 to 3. The roadway is closed to cars from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's a free event. Activities continue until 9. Well, as we continue on KMOX, some big news in the St. Louis sports scene this week. There's a professional pickleball team that will wear the St. Louis banner. And joining us on KMOX right now is Ross Chaffetz, who's behind the team. Thank you so much for joining us, Ross. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. So first of all, people know the Chaffetz name if they are slew basketball fans. They drive by Highway 40, uh, headed to the Arch, and take a look to the left. See Chaffetz Arena. You've got a business with a large presence uh, in downtown St. Louis. Uh, tell us about the Chaffetz family and the impact you've had on this town. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it started with the primary business, CompSych, uh, which my dad founded in the 80s. We still own and operate CompSych today. CompSych is the world's largest provider of mental health, behavioral health, and wellness solutions. So uh, we deliver uh, mental health and, and work-life solutions to some of the largest employers in the world. We cover 55,000 employees and 150 million individuals. Uh, that business has been wildly successful. We also have a family office, Shapitz Group, that folks may be familiar with. Shapitz Group has made some investments in and around the St. Louis region, uh, but Shapitz Group invests across multiple strategies, venture capital, growth equity, real estate, funds, and obviously sports and media. Uh, and we're also heavily philanthropic. So as you mentioned, you know, folks are probably familiar, at least in the St. Louis region, uh, with the contributions we've made to SLU. Uh, and it started with Shapitz Arena um, back in, I want to say, 2008. Uh, which really led the charge for the resurgence of the SLU uh, men's basketball program. Uh, and, and my dad really developed a, a special friendship with Majiris during that time. Uh, you know, more recently, we've donated to uh, rename the, the business school at SLU, uh, Shafet School of Business, and also the uh, Shafet Center for Entrepreneurship. So uh, we're really excited about the St. Louis community. We've made all sorts of investments from real estate to philanthropy to now sports, uh, sports and media. 
We're excited about the community, and they've been incredibly receptive along the way. We can't thank them enough, and we hope they're excited for this pickleball opportunity here. Yeah, tell us about this latest project, and and we've heard so much about pickleball in the past few years. It's one of those sports that the average person really has been able to find uh, accessible. It, absolutely, and that's what we love so much about it. You hit the nail on the head, is the accessibility to the sport, not just in terms of uh, ease of, of ability to play, so to say, but if you think about the game, it's so simple to learn. I describe it as a hybrid of, of tennis, ping pong, and racquetball, if you will. But what's beautiful about it is folks as young as three or four years old, all the way up to 80s, 90s, and I even know folks in their hundreds that can play the game. Uh, it's simple. It's easy on the joints, but it can get extremely, extremely competitive. Uh, and pickleball has really, uh, it's really been around since, uh, I want to say the 1960s, but uh, since the last couple of years, the pandemic especially, this thing has exploded across the country. I want to say in the last 12 months, 40 million people across the country have played. Um, and uh, as relates to MLP specifically, Major League Pickleball, the league was formed uh, on the back half of 2020 or maybe early 2021. So it is, you know, a startup league as you would consider it. Uh, it's young, but it is growing exponentially. Uh, there are 24 teams now in the league. Uh, us and the uh, Orlando team were awarded the final two franchises. So there'll be uh, 24 teams competing this year uh, across the league. Uh, six official MLP events across the country. Uh, our first is next week. We are looking forward to competing. We believe we have one of, if not the strongest team in the field. Uh, but yeah, pickleball is incredibly exciting. We love the accessibility. Uh, we love the fact that it's cheap to play and you can play anywhere. You can play in your local park. You can play in your basement even. And this is just another addition, the latest addition to the St. Louis sports landscape. People are excited about the soccer stadium and team coming online. The Battle Hawks are coming back. You know, people uh, sometimes look back at uh, the NFL or they dream about the NBA. But how do you evaluate, uh, especially with this addition, the St. Louis sports market today? You know, it's an interesting question. We knew we wanted to be in the MLP. We were excited about pickleball. And as we thought to ourselves about what markets would be best, you know, we, we had sort of the brand recognition and awareness in the St. Louis market that we knew would be important right out of the get-go. But, you know, as we dug in and started to do diligence on what sort of markets would be ideal for us, St. Louis was really quite impressive from top to bottom. Pickleball has been uh, primarily, um, you, you know, enjoyed uh, in coastal cities. So think uh, California, think Florida, even Texas and Arizona. But outside of those four or five states that I just uh, named, it's actually funny. Missouri has the most interest of any non-coastal city in pickleball. Uh, we did a lot of research and dug into Google Trends to make sure this was the right market for us to be in. And when you look at the Google Trends, Missouri ranks number six out of the 50 U.S. states for number of Google searches for the term pickleball. So the interest is really phenomenal. Now, folks may not know this, but in 2022, St. Louis actually hosted two major pickleball tournaments, uh, the APP St. Louis Open um, and the USA uh, Pickleball Mid-States Regional. So the interest is, is really demonstrated and proven there. There's a lot of courts on, uh, online in St. Louis. There's a ton of opportunity for folks to play. The number of courts in St. Louis has doubled over the last five or six years, and it's set to triple again by 2026. So the market is proven, but it's not slowing down. And that's what excited us about St. Louis. 
Well, Ross, as we uh, wrap up with Ross Chaffetz of the St. Louis Shock joining Major League Pickleball with all the interest here in St. Louis, how can people follow the team? And you mentioned next week. How can people watch that? Yeah, so so uh, always you can follow the team. We're just turned online in the last 24 to 48 hours. I would encourage people to go to our social channel. Go to Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at the handle at STL Shock MLP. That's at STL Shock MLP. You'll see all the updates there uh, as far as our brand. You can uh, read bios on each of our very exciting team players. Um, and we have our first event coming up next week in Mesa, Arizona. Follow our accounts to see all the information as far as how you can watch the team. There will be tons of opportunities. We're competing against some of the best teams in the league, but we really think we have a true shot at taking home the prize next week, taking home the trophy. There will be tons of ways to watch, ranging from uh, uh, streaming options online. Uh, and also the uh, tennis channel will be broadcasting the tournament nationally. So tons of access points, tons of ways to watch. I encourage people to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at STL Shock MLP. Engage with us in as many ways as you want and tell us what you're looking for. We got merch coming online soon. Let us know if there's anything top of mind. This is St. Louis's team, and we're really excited to bring this to you all. And please engage with us. We're looking forward to your reception and your feedback. Can't wait. Ross Chaffetz, the Chaffetz family, are the owners of the new Major League Pickleball team, St. Louis Shock. Thank you so much for the time, Ross. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. And the CBS Evening News is next after a traffic and weather update on TIPM. Three things to know. Number three. Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin has a long road to recovery after collapsing on the field and going into cardiac arrest on January 2nd. Hamlin's marketing representative Jordan Rooney tells the Associated Press that Hamlin still requires oxygen and that his heart is monitored regularly. Rooney says Hamlin is able to visit the team's facility but, quote, is not in position to travel often and requires additional rest to help his body heal, end quote. Bills coach Sean McDermott said earlier this week that Hamlin is taking a baby step at a time. I'm Donna Water. Number two. This is Kevin Killeen. Three men on scaffolding outside a Clayton apartment building. A brick wall and section of the roof the size of a picnic table falls on them. Oh, terrifying, because, I mean, that amount of weight coming crushing down on you, I mean, you, you don't know what's coming. Roofer Mike Grossman saw the aftermath on Hanley Road just south of downtown Clayton. One worker rushed to the hospital bleeding from the head. All three expected to survive. Number one. I'm Sean Michael Lyle. The Del Mar Loop Ice Carnival returns Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 at night. Derek Devers of Three Kings Pub says a professional ice sculptor has 40 works on display that he trucked in. So there's really no ice like sculpting or people in town, so we found someone in Texas. The loop is closed to traffic during the day. The ice carnival is free. The news continues on Total Information PM. Time for a whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. And following up on a story we brought you this time yesterday, tonight Kevin pays tribute tribute to Greg Romberg. How do you want people to remember the unforgettable Greg Romberg? In three words, rascal, renegade, Republican. <laughs> St. Louis artist Bill Chrisman, who is not a Republican, says he knew Greg Romberg for years. Romberg was the owner of New Way Construction Supply Company, but Chrisman knew him as a fellow collector of old St. Louis signs and memorabilia. He was a historical maniac, obsessive, 
compulsive detail man, mischievous on a level that I cannot discuss. Give me an example of his mischief. Oh, man, I can't. It'd be a, well, I, what did he do? Well, Just give me one. No, I can't. Come on. The, the man deserves a tribute. What did he do that was mischievous? Oh, we were doing, one day while Greg had just gotten out of the hospital for his cancer treatment, I said, hey, Greg, it's raining out, I said, but they're tearing down that building on Euclid with that beautiful porcelain sign. And he goes, oh, my God. You know, I said, I said you got about one day to get it. He calls his newer guys that come up there with trucks, ladders, and, you know, rigging and stuff like that. He goes up in the building. I mean, he's sick. He's just gotten out of the, the hospital. And he goes up there, has them lower him down to this thing and with the wrenches and saws and stuff like that. He, he salvages this big porcelain, double-sided uh, mortar and pestle uh, pharmacy sign from Keen Drugs. He always had a smile, always a twinkle in his eye. He was always pleasant, never saw him mad, never heard him say a bad thing about anybody. I think if he didn't like somebody, he just didn't talk about him. KMOX's Johnny Rabbit also knew Greg Romberg, and he helped promote Romberg's private museum that he kept in a warehouse in South County. And he was always thinking of the future, and yet he was always truly so close to death for over 20 years because of various illnesses. You think his hobby, his collecting, sort of kept him going? Oh, absolutely. He was so, always looking for one more thing. Had to have just one more thing. What, what drove him? His life drove him. I mean, this was his, he had a personal life, had a great family, but, and he had a great business. But this was the thing that kept him going. Greg Romberg died at the age of 66, leaving behind a wife, four children, and many grandchildren. It's not clear what might become of his warehouse of antique cars, advertising signs, milk wagons, a wooden horse merry-go-round, and a few old pennies, common pennies and marbles he found on the ground when he was a boy and started saving things. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. All throughout the week, we bring you the news of St. Louis from politicians, business leaders, what's uh, happened with crime. But on Fridays, we take a listen to some of your good news. We're having a house renovation, so it's that's uh, going well. It's almost done. What are you renovating? A bathroom. Those could be fraught sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long time since October, but we're almost done. And how's it going to look? Gorgeous. Absolutely. State-of-the-art gorgeous. A good renovation result is very good news. So I set a New Year's Eve goal of being able to do 12 pull-ups by the end of the year. The other night, I was able to do one pull-up, which I was currently at zero, so I'm making progress. Well, my good news, my story, Follow the Pre-Tron, won Best Positive Future short story in the Critters Readers Poll Award. Critters are people who read and love science fiction and fantasy stories. Getting to see Webster University's remodeled, newly opened Sphertrip Complex. Um, they've renovated. They now have a state-of-the-art media production facility uh, for their communication students, their media and communication students, and it was remarkable. What are the most unique, coolest features? Well, I was mesmerized by the 3D printer. Uh, there's an, an enormous video wall. I was in St. Augustine, Florida for part of the week, so that was fantastic. A lot better than the weather here, I imagine. You know what? They were having a cold snap when we first got there, but by the time we left, 70 degrees. And on that note, I think I saved the best good news for last. Baseball starts next month. 
How can that not be the best news you've heard all week? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 